0: It's time for our Focus on Faith interview. Father Nate Wills, CSC, is in his fifth season as the Notre Dame football team chaplain. He's the director of blended learning initiatives in the ACE program, the Alliance for Catholic Education. We chat with Father Nate once a year on Focus on Faith for a little state of the program from the chaplain perspective. Before the season, of course, Marcus Freeman became Catholic. Father Nate led Coach Freeman on that journey. We discussed that. We also discussed pregame Mass returning to Saturdays and how his role changes when the team loses, and Father Nate is always good for a pretty funny video, like recently when he posted a spoof about getting a phone call on the sideline from one Tommy Reese ordering him to do his job. That's where our conversation begins. Here's Focus on Faith with Father Nate Wills. You're always good for one solid, really funny video a year. How did did this one come about?
1: (laughs) You know, um, thank you. I appreciate it, and thanks for uh, forwarding it to your Twitterverse, uh, that that it really you're the kingmaker. It apparently makes it go viral if uh, Angelo forwards it. So, no, it was great. I it, I had seen videos and stuff, and it was one of those things where I just woke up one morning and sort of like chuckled to myself and thought, yeah, that'd be pretty funny. And um, so, and you know, at one point I I went you know into the sidelines and just asked the. The audio guy was like, hey, can I can I use this phone for a second? He's like, yeah, we're not doing anything with it. And I'm like, okay. And then I grabbed one of the student managers. I said, here, film this. And I j- just gave him my phone and... So, yeah, just recorded a little video. Pretty good. Last year you had
0: the uh, – w- what was last year? Oh, it was Wisconsin. the I'm not a, I'm not rooting for Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was also stirred by me, right? Because yeah. Because I put you on the spot too many times over the years about who you're <laughs> rooting for. Uh, you know, Father Nate, it's been an interesting year, and certainly with a new head coach, things change in every aspect. Um, tell us how things maybe changed for you um, in, in terms of uh, your role as a team chaplain with Marcus Freeman coming on board this year
1: yeah i mean the biggest change for me has really been uh game day mass right we always did mass uh the day before um some people have been like oh you brought you brought mass back i'm like look we've always done mass it was just the day before the game rather than uh the day of the game and um so that's been you know a a little bit different for me like going on the road um before, we would we would have mass on Friday, then get on the plane. Uh, we had mass here, and usually in the football building. Uh, we'd get on the plane and go, and I was grading papers. I was doing all kinds of stuff before the game, and now I'm like – you know, in the hotel, nervous about my homily, practicing, working on that. So uh it's it's made game day a little bit more uh nerve wracking for me, but uh but that's all right. It it's it's been wonderful.
0: And to be clear, so you guys are doing pre-game mass on Saturdays, home and away. Home and away. Yeah. So away
1: games, pack up a mass kit and we'll do it at the hotel. Um just usually in a kind of a ballroom type of situation. And then and then we get on the bus and go to the stadium. It's the last literally the last thing We do before we go to the stadium on away games. And I mean, this this last week when we had a noon kick, it was an early mass It was like 9 a.m. mass. And uh, when we're here, we'll have mass in the Basilica um, back in the Lady Chapel and then march from the Basilica over to the
0: stadium. So for those listening that think uh, pregame mass is the reason the team has struggled at home this year. (laughs) There you go. They've been doing it home and away uh, all season long. You mentioned having it in the Basilica. Mm -hmm. What has that experience been been like? Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, the Basilica of the Sacred Heart is such a treasure of
1: light and art and, um, you know, everywhere you look. I, I, I've I, told the guys, look, if you don't want to pay attention to my homily, just look around. It's a, you know, it's a whole catechesis there. Just looking around at the, at the beautiful uh, stained glass and art um, in that chapel. It's really, it's been fun for me, honestly, to be able to point to different, uh, parts of the Basilica. Um, you know, one, one week the patron or the, um, the holy medal for the week was St. Luke. And I said, on your way out, look and see the, uh, at the stained glass of the evangelist and, and in St. Luke in particular, you know, standing over the ox, uh, uh, the, the theme of sacrifice in his, uh, his gospel. So that type of thing I think has been really helpful, um, to reinforce, um, you know, what, What I'm preaching about and uh, and some of the beautiful imagery there has just been really great. And it's just a wonderful place to be. Right. It's uh, um, there's nothing like the Basilica, the Sacred Heart, but I'm utterly biased on that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Father Nate Wills, team chaplain for the Notre Dame football team, joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Obviously, Marcus Freeman became uh, Catholic just before the season Mm -hmm. and, and you had the privilege of of helping him prepare for for that. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, it
1: was it was an amazing privilege, as you know. RCIA always is. It was my first job as a, a young associate pastor was uh, running RCIA, and um, it's always such a privilege uh, to to introduce people to the beauty of our faith, um, to pose questions to them, to field questions um, from them. And I mean, Coach Freeman was so deep into it. I mean, he, he really like I so we used. Um, what, what they call the short course, uh, catechetical kind of progression that um, Notre Dame's campus ministry uses And uh, so we did that every week. We read from the Catechism of the Catholic Church and the UCAT, this um, you know, which is kind of a youth catechism. So it's just kind of the same way of stating some of these things, but it just in a different. It's the same content stated in a different way, I should say. But it was great. I mean, every week he came to me with a a list of questions. Every week he had read very deeply and uh, and thoughtfully. It was it was a wonderful privilege, and, and he is an incredibly deep person of faith. Yeah, I think he's really thoughtful and and it was it was great to be able to do
0: yeah, I mean some people don't understand that his family is all Catholic already mm-hmm. and so he probably had a pretty good understanding of things going to mass with his wife and kids for for many years.
1: Absolutely. And and he, you know, going back to he was baptized I think when he was young like 11 or 12 years old and and he has a deep deep faith in Jesus Christ and always has. Um and so that is that's you know the rock, right? That's that's what we we build on and and um that's what binds us all together and You know, I mean, I think he's been hesitant in many ways uh, to go too deeply into it for obvious reasons, right? Like, I think um, it's hard uh, to—and people, like, instantly made this connection. They're like, oh, well, that must have been part of his contract. And it's like, come on, everybody. No, that is ridiculous. (laughs) You know, it's it's not part of his contract. And you could see if that narrative perpetuates, then that would prevent him from— you know, hiring people who aren't Catholic or even recruiting kids who aren't sure. Catholic. That could be a deterrent. So um, it's just not true um, But that that he had to convert or something. So we're squashing
0: all sorts of things. We're squashing <laughs> the notion of pregame mass hurting home games and, uh, you know, the fact that he was required to become Catholic, which is – insane there's plenty of non-catholics that that work at notre dame so yeah and you squashed uh, one too which is
1: this uh this thing in in twitter that used to say like you know undefeated as a catholic and as you said he actually became catholic before the season before ohio state so uh i i mean i didn't want to chime in on that one on the twitterverse because (laughs) i'm like okay you can have your fun but uh
0: yeah he he was undefeated he was undefeated for a point since it was announced that he was... Catholic. Yeah, exactly. There you go, since exactly. the public found out. So yeah. um, how how about just... Obviously, there's been ups and downs in the season. Sure. Um, so what's your role in that regard with the team when you have... When you see, obviously, guys are going to be down after these tough, tough games. How how do you try to help the guys during, during a given week when things aren't going the way they expected? It's a
1: great question. I, I, I think really... Meeting them where they're at, I think, is really important. Not just saying, like, eh, hey, it's no big deal. It's nobody, because it is a big deal, right? They put all their effort, all the offseason, um, so much of their lives is devoted to football and they love it. Um, so to say, like, oh, it's not a big deal or it's just a game or something like that, I'm like, I don't, I don't buy that. They, you know, it's, it's much more than that to them. So I think it's really to meet them where they are um, and to, and to be encouraging, as I think all of, uh, our, uh, our staff are, I do think it's, uh, important to remind them that part of, um, the character, of the person that you're becoming, um, is what you do in moments of difficulty, right? Like in moments where you're challenged or you don't win. Um, and that reveals a lot about who you are as a person and especially can you stay grounded in your truest identity as a beloved child of God. Right. And I, I feel like that's a bit of my role is to remind them like, look, no matter what happens to you in you know on Saturday or in your entire life, who you are is beloved by Jesus. Who you are is um, a precious soul in God's sight. And and in order to you know encourage them to to live in a manner that uh, is reflective of that great vocation,
0: I feel like the, there is a lot of good, not just Catholics but mm-hmm. Christians on this team, and of all denominations. Uh, what's the faith of the group like as a whole?
1: Yeah. I mean, different, right? Like it's, it's really diverse. Um, And I think that's, there's something really beautiful about that. Um, People bring a lot of different faith backgrounds um, to the team. Um, But I would just say overall strong. I mean, from our student athletes, all the way up to our our staff and coaches, um, everybody understands that it's not just about um, becoming a great football player or becoming a brilliant student at Notre Dame. It's about becoming a great human being and, and a faithful disciple of Christ.
0: And finally, Father Nate, how has how have you seen Coach Freeman be able to handle the difficult times? He had the greatest honeymoon and greatest off-season ever, right? <laughs> he won every off-season and then obviously there were some difficult losses. How did he how has he handled uh those difficult things that leave you going. Yeah, this this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean he is uh, uh
1: a man of character, a man of hope. I don't know. I don't think he had the easiest off season with uh you know, a bowl game and you know all uh, the, well, that's the true, yeah. That was tough. I mean and and he's I mean he was a player himself, right? He realizes what it means to bounce back. Um and and I think he is a great encourager, uh, a person who really does see the best in others. Um, he does not give up. And I think he's, like, like a lot of our, our athletes, um, when you say you can't or when you put adversity in front of him, he'll find a way. He'll punch through that, um, which is just beautiful and, and inspiring to see. And I think the guys on the team see that as well and follow after him because they see the strength of his leadership and his just indomitable spirit.
0: Father Nate, thank you very much. We look forward to whatever video you have in store for us in 2023. (laughs) You got it, Angelo. Thanks. Father Nate Wills, CSC. Team chaplain for the Notre Dame football team, joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays, John. I always think that's a great interview. Once a year, we get to do it. Uh, state of the program from the team chaplain's perspective, and a lot of great insights, especially on Marcus Freeman.
2: Yeah, I was about to say that. First of all, I, I did. I saw that video when you forwarded it on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah and Forwarded uh, it, I, uh, <laughs> Father Nate. You're not that old.
0: Forward. It. It's called a quote tweet, and
2: uh, and that was that was a really funny one. Uh, but he he offered a lot of great insight, and I think. His perspective on the team, on how you need to, to handle difficulty was really important this season. Yeah. And I think it's yep. having him, maybe having him say mass in that respect with those little tidbits of advice is really good for the team, but also just him talking about Freeman in terms of helping him over the summer on his, his path to the, the Catholic faith. And how Freeman I, I took out how Freeman comes in with notes and, and questions uh, about the catechesis and and the faith It tells you a little bit about how he handles every aspect of his life and how he prepares and on top of that it, how he sees the best in others that last sound bite he said and uh, I think that shows through in the interviews we've seen this year where he's trying to spin everything in the well this is like kind of the potential that these guys have and, and we've talked about that on a show before he him you know finding the the best way to to say stuff in the interviews but it definitely shows through that the character of marcus freeman and, and nate touched on that for sure do unto others as you would have others do unto you the golden rule schedule a financial checkup with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, our people will be helpful and honest and kind. They will look for ways to save you money. And when your checkup is complete, they will send $150 to Redeemer Radio. For more info, visit NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.